<laughs> Running. With. Scissors. Parental discretion is advised. Stop. Come on, come on. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Smile, bitch. And just like that, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. This is Kevin and Evan with Running With Scissors. He's mad because I just said his line and because I completely fucked up. But it's okay, though, because we're keeping it loose and free. That's because how it's going to be. Just like my balls, anyway. Oh, disgusting. So, we're going to go right off into it with some sports and shit. We're going to start off with some NFL playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, neither of our teams made it because they are boo-boo. And if you guys who are new to the show don't know, I'm a Vikings fan. And I am a Patriots sad boy. Mm. Very sad. Much sad. Anyway, all the sad. All the sad. So, uh, anyway, going into the playoffs, we're only going to do one round at a time, obviously, because I'm not going to try to predict everything, and then my winning team loses in the beginning, like every fantasy uh, March Madness bracket I've ever done in my life. So, the first matchup we have is the Colts versus the Bills. I'm going to go with Bills. I really think Josh Allen's on a fucking tear right now. I'm going with Bills, too. Uh, next is the Browns versus the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going with the Browns. Me too. The Steelers just look like they are fumbling right now as, uh, as they deserve. So next is the Ravens versus the Titans. Titans. I say the Titans. King Henry is going to show them why he deserves MVP, even though he won't get it. And, uh, no offense to the Ravens, but you couldn't stop him last year. You couldn't stop him this year. You're not going to stop him now. I'm going to kill you live, and they're going to hear your screams. I'm sure it's wife. Uh, so next is the Bears versus the uh, Saints. Bears, Saints, Saints. Saints. Sorry, Bears, but 8-8 eight and eight team, you barely got in. You're not going to get in further. So uh, next is the L.A. Rams with the ugliest colors ever versus the Seattle Seahawks. That's a push game. That's really kind of hard to say. In paper, it's easy to say Seattle, but L.A.'s defense is playing better than it looks like on paper. And their wide receivers were balling this year. They, they've done a good job on offense as well. I'm going to twist my nipples and say Seattle, but if the L.A. Rams win, I'm not surprised. I'm going to also twist Evan's nipples in the most sensual way possible and oh say Seattle as well. Uh, last but definitely least is the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington Who Gives a Shit. Did I send some salt in the last statement? Because Tom Terrific is the quarterback of the team that made it when yours didn't even get to 800. So I'm going to pick Washington. Oh, he is so full of shit. The Tampa Bay Bucks are going to shit on the Washington football team. Chase Young is going to have three sacks. He probably will, and they're still going to lose because that offense on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is stacked better than your favorite porn star. I'll do it live. Do you want to put a $10 bet on this? I'll shake the hand on here, white man. There we go. And there you have it. On the air, he's going to run me my money next week when Washington loses. He's going to give you it in McDonald's coupons. Now, out of the realm of reality, we're going to switch on over to fantasy. Hell yeah. So, uh, in fantasy, as you guys know, for the last season, we were uh, keeping up every week with our picks and stuff. So, let the record show that I won in two things. You won handily. I won handily in the correct picks, and I won my fantasy Super Bowl. And you know why, ladies and gentlemen, and kids and kiddos? I'm God. And don't you ever fucking forget it. And you know what I did? I lost the work league, but honestly, I hadn't been paying attention much to that. So that's on me. And I also had Christian McCaffrey, so I was screwed from the beginning. But, but you won the other out, league, though. Shout out to my—hold on, hold on. 
Shout out to my boss, Todd. You did a great job, man. You deserve it. But your Steelers are still going to lose this week. Uh, as far as the other league where I was made fun of, told that my team sucked, made a trade uh, Kamara for Swift and for Tyreek Hill, which worked out for me, for the record. Just want to say I won that because I, too, am... I'm God. But change out that last word, God, for colonizer, so it's more accurate. I'm just saying... I am God, as portrayed to you by every white church. Anyway. Now, talking about God. Yes. Um, let's talk about basketball for a second. So, we don't talk about basketball much on the show, mostly because we don't watch as much because both of our teams suck. He's a Spurs fan, and I am a Magic fan. For the record, though, it's also because, if you think about it, the Magic games and the Spurs games are also not readily available to us. Uh, they don't make a lot of primetime games in our local areas. So we're usually stuck watching the uh, Washington Wizards uh, somehow fuck up having uh, Russell Westbrook as your point guard, and then Thomas Bryant just being absolutely uh, awful at best. So here's how I'm going to do this one, because it's very simple to me. Here's one thing that surprised me, one thing that disappointed me, and one thing that I have to say about the whole season as a whole. One thing that impressed me was how good the Suns are. Like right now with uh, your boy Chris Paul. They're on fire. Like, they are number one in the league. They are outplaying their fucking potential. Like, they are thebomb.com. I sound so old and corny saying that, but I don't care. Help me. Help me. Nigga. And with that uh, soundbite, I got to switch over to the bad. Um, the Washington Wizards have been garbage. I did not think they were going to be this bad this year. It's just so fucking. It makes me want to cheer. Why? Because those tickets cost too fucking much for a team that has been shit for a long time. You are garbage. Uh, as far as uh, what's the third category you have? Uh, the thing, uh, the overall the synopsis of the season so far. Okay. Um, Lakers are, are figuring it out. We thought they would. Um, the Rockets are doing bad as they thought they would. And overall, the teams are all looking a little bit out of shape physically, but as much because there has been like an abbreviated offseason. But I'm always happy to say the Clippers are as garbage as we thought they were. I'll say the thing that impressed me was, again, the the Suns. That was actually pretty impressive to see them continue their hot streak from the bubble onto this next season. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and if you guys haven't uh, forgotten, they were red hot in the bubble and unfortunately just came across a team that was just – the matchup was bad for them. You know what's but, crazy, though? Their whole, like, trajectory changed after they ran a train on that bitch. <laughs> Ever since, they've just been on fire. Moving on. Is it the shoes? Moving on. It just might be. <laughs> no, I saw her. She was whack at best. Uh, so the thing that really disappointed me was, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I say the Wizards because you guys trade what was allegedly the cancer in your locker room, and you still didn't get better, and then you added uh, for your picks the uh, the center is not doing well, Thomas Bryant. Not to shit on him. Um, I obviously would get creamed by him in more ways than one. Uh, if I was going one on one, anyway, uh, the uh, the thing that overall, like synopsis wise, I will say I do think there's going to be more injuries because it's abbreviated off season. A lot of people haven't had time to heal, as we've seen yeah. already with Fultz and a couple others. And I heal up quick, my guy. Yeah, please We're gonna heal, miss heal you. quick. And uh, I do think that the Lakers are on a, on trajectory to once again be the team to be. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> the team to be, and I also think that. We're going to see an up a rise in at least two West teams that did not make the playoffs last year. I've been intentionally making noise during his parts, like the whole. So the segment. last part of our sports uh, to ignore the big one, uh, which is both of us because we're both fat, we're both ridiculously out of weight. Uh, the term here is morbidly obese. Morbidly obese, morbid being because they're like ew when they see us. So, uh, 
the last thing we want to talk about with sports is local college basketball. I actually follow it a little more than Evan does, though he does watch it with me when March and stuff like that happens. Is uh, one I want to say for um, as a Maryland graduate, a Maryland fan, uh, fire Mark Turgeon. You have lost your uh, you've lost your edge, buddy. You didn't really have one. Your X's and O's is awful. You make ridiculous plays. Dribbling at the top of the key to shoot a stupid ass three is not the way to do it. And it uh, is not the way. Is not the way. Fire Mark Tetchen, and we will show you do it. Exactly. And uh, then it's just like your talent's gotten bad. You can you beat random like good teams. All You're like the football team. You beat random good teams, and then you lose to the team you should have beat at home. They so, are who we thought they were. Awful. And we let them off the hook. Awful. And then the times that they are good, we get to watch them get absolutely bent over by Michigan State in the tournament every single year. So, the last thing I want to say is another team is doing awful, and that is George Washington University basketball team. I'm not going to speak on it much. All I'm going to say is that that three and a lot record that you guys have that will continue to get worse as the season goes on. Your three players leaving midseason, your assistant getting allegedly fired for different reasons than they told, and all that other stuff is well-deserved. You guys deserve it. Come at me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is your hostess with the mostess. E equals MC squared, otherwise known as Evan, here to talk about something that I love and I'm so happy to talk about, Capital Workspaces. You know, we talk about them all the time in these commercials, but we never actually uh, talk about the people who make it work. Here at Capital Workspaces, we've come to know a few great people that we want to spotlight here in season two's beginning. There's Mark, of course, the mixer McMahon of the hour. Then we have Ben Tan, who just turned 21, happy belated. To ben, and of course the man who makes it all possible Antonio who stole the show He's our editor, he's our producer And oh but so much more Thank you guys for making Capital Workspaces A great environment and a great place to come And just be us Thank you guys With your fairly furnished office spaces And your great saying Capital Workspaces Get here and get to work And we're back with another one now we're going to talk about diabetes. Sorry, wait, no, that's the list of things I have. God damn it, breaking the script already. We were supposed to be talking about things we love. He's supposed to say diabetes. Then I'm supposed to quip and be funny and say leggings. And I'm supposed to have some diatribe about hot pants in the 80s. But I just lost the manic of the bit because of this motherfucker. Bitch. All right, so we're going to talk about some music and movies. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, one show that I'm going to recommend. And then a movie that unfortunately, surprisingly... Evan's not going to recommend. Very sad. Uh, so the first, we're just going to go right into it. The first thing that I was going to talk about is Supernatural. It is uh, actually available fully on Netflix. They actually, they updated the 15th, which is the final season that ended this year, uh, almost immediately after the show ended, which I like because it allows me to be able to binge it and not have to go on demand and watch the latest season and the same shit I had to do with Walking Dead. Uh, so... Supernatural is 15, again, 15 seasons long. For some shows like CSI, NCIS, which I love the original NCIS, it, uh, it can get really tiresome after, like, season 10. But I enjoyed Supernatural through. 
there are seasons that are worse than others, as it would be with every show. Not every movie in the MCU is going to be as good as the last one or the one after it. Same thing with these seasons. There's ups and there's downs. But the downs for Supernatural did not make me want to stop watching. I binged it for a total of about two months, uh, and it was a blast. I had a really great time watching it. I love horror, for anyone that knows me. And it was not just about horror, though. It was the relationship between the brothers. They had an outstanding supporting cast. A lot of famous faces that ended up doing their own thing uh, started off in Supernatural, much like House and some of those other shows that started in, like, the mid-2000s. You will see a lot of familiar faces that ended up doing their own thing afterwards. So a lot of really famous people were in it. It was well done, well shot. Uh, the scares were actually pretty legitimate, and I definitely recommend it. If I had to put a number to it for a TV show, which I tend to rate a little higher knowing that there's a lot of work that goes into keeping these things going, I got to give it a solid uh, 9.1. It was very good. Definitely recommend it. So I don't recommend Wonder Woman 1984, and I feel like I'm going to get some hate speech for saying that because the movie is supposed to be an empowering thing for a female character, but it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be when you saw it. So before I go into the why I feel that way, uh, let's talk about something that relates to my analysis. So one of my favorite films of all time is an anime film by the name of Akira, for those of you guys who haven't heard of it. It's a film from the 1980s. It was a vision of its time that was it was amazing. Art style, storyline, it was a great film. If I had to dumb it down, the movie was about this biker gang that was living in like a futuristic Tokyo who dealing with like the city where there were like superpowered people. And one of the kids in the gang with like a complex uh, gets injured. He develops superpowers and he becomes the bad guy of the film. And like he just starts doing all the things he couldn't do when he was powerless and he just becomes just terrible and he ends up killing himself in the end by his power overloading. In that same vein... I feel like Pedro Pascal's character, for those of you who don't know, he's the guy who plays the Mandalorian. This and he was in Game way. of Thrones. I know, but I, I, I can't even remember his character's name in Game of Thrones. He and, was, uh, I honestly don't remember the name either, but he was the guy that was like, you will remember their names. I, I look at him more as the dad from We Are Heroes, which is a new show on our new movie on Netflix. Good I film. Go see it. Check yeah. that one out. Uh, but, you know, yeah, he was like, he, he played um, uh, a Maxwell Lord who was in the comic books, this white guy who was like super smart and super evil. But instead they gave him like this like dropout character who had never won in anything. And it just like, it just kind of dragged. And like the, I feel like bringing Steve back from the first film really didn't really do much to add to the story. Was it kind of like a retread where it's like, we've seen your love story before? They were trying to keep the film watchable. But I feel like I'm kind of glad this was in the medium it was in and being on HBO Max because I would have been really upset or if I hadn't seen it. So you would have given it a lower rating if it. Yeah, I'm giving it a 6.5 only because of the fact that like I saw it on like TV and in my convenience and I could turn it off. But I was like, let me just power through. Um, but this nigga has the audacity to <laughs> cough in my fucking presence. You got that shit, bro? Do you got that shit? <laughs> I need to know. Do you got that shit? This motherfucker. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah. I like some of the, the, the new DC EU films, uh, but this wasn't one of the ones at all. That's um, very unfortunate because they were they seemed to be on a roll lately. And you know who also seemed to be on a roll lately? Your boy Eminem. But Snoop Dogg didn't feel that way. Tell us more about why 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 that's kind of blown up to be more than what it is. Are you proud did you did you write that down? Were you proud of yourself? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um so anyone that knows me when I was growing up uh, about high schoolish. I was a weird high schooler. For all you that went to high school with me, I apologize. Yeah, I was. If I had had his number in high school <clears> and he <throat> told me to stay home one day, I would have listened. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that. Come on now. 
Anyway, uh, so I used to be a huge Eminem fan, mostly because a lot of his music is really, like, for an angsty teen, especially, like, that music is money. For an adult that actually has his shit together now, I gotta say, it just sounds like music for really sad white children. So, I just, yeah, dude, you're 50. You're like 50. He's like, what, mid-40s to late-40s? You're almost 50, dude. Why are you beefing with random people still? That's some shit that I gave up, and I'm 25! And Snoop Dogg, Uncle Snoop, the great Snoop Doggy Dog, that's untouchable. That's that dude's in everything, and he's Snoop awesome. Snoop be your dog. Snoop Doggy Dog. That was not in sync. We thought it was gonna be. That was, that was good. <laughs> I'm tone deaf. Anyway, so Eminem just randomly started taking shots at Snoop because he said he could live without his music. Uh, Evan literally tells me every other week that I can't rap for shit and I should die. And you know what I, I don't do? Say it like that. I said you, you don't say have a future in this. You, I say you don't have a future in this. Let's stay in the books, my guy. Exactly. And it's very hurtful in the moment. But you know what I don't do is make a diss track about him. What I do is instead get better. And I've actually made music that even Evan is like, damn. You I, last time you couldn't even keep on fucking beat. That was a running so, theme of the friend group. Here we go. I was blueface before blueface was. Blueface, so, baby. You stole my flow. Blue face. This is where but, he would try to dance to prove his point, but in real life, if he tried to dance like Blueface, he would fall and like break his ACL. I can't crip walk. I can just walk around because my leg hurts. So I mean, that's a kind of crip walk. Eminem, it's cripple walk. <laughs> so Eminem started beefing with Snoop and added lines about him and stuff. And I'm just, I'm sorry, it's played out, dude. The world. Well, hasn't why been, are they beefing? If you're gonna tell a story, give them the facts. I said it. I said Snoop said that he could live without him being in his music or his music, and he didn't put him in his top ten for you know the greatest rappers of all time. And Snoop didn't even put himself in the top ten. It's not like he like dissed Eminem on purpose. And also, I mean, just because you're on the same label doesn't mean you guys have to be buddy buddy the whole time. He doesn't have to suck your dick because you're on the same label. That's not a thing. And uh, sorry, good music, because I know you guys like to do it so much, but it's just not a thing. So just because he didn't add you into his list doesn't make him your enemy. And the world can't be against you for 25 years when you're one of the richest artists on the planet. That's all I gotta say. Planito. You know who else didn't add Eminem to his top list of, of albums or rappers? Who? Uh, Kendrick Lamar. And it's funny to bring that up because Kendrick Lamar was in an interview recently where he talked about his top 25 albums of all time. A lot of those albums were like West Coast centric and like they were like Dr. Dre had a couple on there. Snoop had a couple on there. The Dog Pound had a couple on there. That makes sense because he was heavily influenced by West Coast rap. Exactly. But just to see another mainstay in hip hop not include Eminem that just starts to make me think. Is there a divide in the rap community based around skin tone? Also somebody that uh, was linked to Eminem for quite some time when he first started. I'd really want to pay money to see if you did like a survey of all the OGs of rap and you said top 10 rappers, how many lists would Eminem get excluded on? Because it sounds like there's a lot of black people that have kind of been in him for a while. See, as the white person uh, of this uh, two-person group, I got to say I don't think it's skin tone related. I think that Eminem's music is very yes or no. Uh, you either love it or you hate it. It's very polarizing, and I think that a lot of people that don't, you know, understand or don't relate to the anger and the angst that he puts out in his music aren't going to pick him in his top in the top ten, top twenty five, whatever it is. Yeah, but I bring that up to say that Kendrick Lamar is working on new music this year, and he has been for like a year. Supposed to be dropping this year. I don't trust KDE to actually drop it on time. I said what I said. I don't give a fuck. Jay Add Electronica. 
Uh, yeah, that shit took like seven years. The nigga, this nigga was. I'm pretty sure our president was black when his album was supposed to have came out, and now he's orange. For only another eleven days, because fuck Donald Trump. I said it, but moving on. Um, but who else? Uh, switching out of rap for a second. I have a band I really love called A Day to Remember. They're finally dropping their album that took fucking two years. Good for them. Uh, one of my pet peeves in life: if you're gonna drop an album and it's been like a year and a half and you've already dropped half the album, I don't. You need to drop another project the same year, or I'm gonna be mad at you. I'm talking to you, A Day to Remember. I'm talking to you, Joiner Lucas. Joiner Lucas dropped an album a couple months ago. I know, but like. He had to get back in my dropped two in a year. Right, because the other one we'd heard half the album by that point because he took too goddamn long. Still slaps. You're taking too long with it. Still slaps. But no, um, I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, August Burner Dread, another band I'm listening to, has that coming out. SZA's supposed to be dropping new music. And I'm pretty sure Drake's dropping a fire album. Champagne Poppy also changed his hair. He's looking kind of like Justin Bieber back in the day. It's looking pretty interesting. If you guys haven't seen it, we'll post it on our Instagram and on our Facebook. You're one of going to check into that because man is looking like a fucking sitcom baby. The only thing I'm going to say about Drake is, uh, you know, I've listened to his music since he basically started. Uh, about 2010, when he started being mainstream, when he started actually like really popping, and um, shout out to a couple people in high school that definitely got me hip to that because I was not in tune to to like current music at the time. But I gotta say, shout out to Drake because I mean, if, uh, he might even make that my top ten when it's all said and done, like of of, of overall rap artists, which we will do next week. Because I'm not about to spoil that for y'all yet. Is uh, this dude literally has stayed relevant for almost what? 10, 12 years, which is almost unheard of. Almost every one of the other artists fall at some point. This He's the greatest light skin recording artist of all time. I said it. I, I will agree with him on this one. Yeah. At me, ho. Bitch. All right, so let's talk about Twitter stories. So this week, I only got one, and he only has one, so we'll just jump right into him. Yes, sir. Kanye West and... Uh, Kim Kardashian West are on the outs. And do you know why? Because Kim Ye found out that uh, Jeffree Star has been saying that Kanye was getting it on. Giggity, 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 on with Jeffree Star. And if any of you have actually seen Jeffree Star, he looks like if the devil did makeup. He's disgusting. And I say he, well, he says he, but it might be he, might be she, might be they. I don't know what the pronoun is. I don't know how they identify. I'm so sorry. They are their own experience. A shitty experience, nonetheless, because they're fucking full of shit. But, you know, an experience which needs to be identified properly. He's uh, also a racist, so fuck him. He keeps saying he. Goddamn. <laughs> they are a racist. Fuck them. There you go. At least try to be thoughtful when you, you, you slam somebody. I am sorry for the community. No, you're not. But what's another thing you're not sorry for on Twitter? All right, so I usually use the caucasity. You know, the caucasity. Some people really liked that bit, and they actually told me about it. And that was really nice to hear you guys, you know, not only give feedback, but appreciate stuff we do that we come up with, uh, usually when we're at my house, just fucking around. So we created the Cassidy to, you know, do funny moments, Karen moments, all that stuff, you know, light humor. Unfortunately, I have to use it uh, seriously today, and I have a very dark feeling that I'm going to have to use it in two weeks because you guys keep fucking up. So I apologize for my people because, unfortunately, you bitch hoe bags wanted or, to do some or, dumb shit. I'll let you say it this time. You... No way. You won't say it? I'll say it for you. You just gotta, gotta sure. lean into it. You bitch ass niggas wanna do this dumb ass shit. Why can't you niggas get it right? That's all I gotta say. So, um, we gotta talk about something. Uh, I love black people. I am black. 
You know why I love my black people so much? Well, I have many reasons, but you know one of my favorite things is that on normal... Okay, so now he's getting me back by opening the can. Uh, on a normal fucking day, we just wake up, the birds are out, and we wake up and choose violence. <laughs> this man woke up today and chose all the violence. So uh, the violence on Twitter has been the black people dragging Mitch McConnell for denying that 2000. Man, black people out here, like they just took like the fucking food stamps out of their hands. They are acting a whole ass fool. They are out here... Spray cannon houses, Venmoing this nigga for the money <laughs> that they think they're owed. Like it's a check. Like they're his how did landlord. they even find his Venmo? The level of petty. Like I don't even have time to go find a senator's Venmo. But y'all out here just like kicking and punching and, and doing all the. Hey nigga, where's our money? Speaking of, you having fun there? I'm, I'm really enjoying this punch generator. Speaking of cans, we got to talk about a specific video that went very viral this week. Uh, a viral can? Oh, oh! Well, isn't that a little twisted up way of looking at things? Oh, I got the <laughs> tea for y'all. If you motherfuckers can't tell, let's talk about twisted tea. Tweet time. So, uh, if y'all haven't heard of this viral video, there was a man in a land that I don't know. I don't know what city this is. I just know it was in a liquor store uh, that was being accosted and called out of his name. He was being called the N-word by a white man who appeared to be drunk and uh, hillbillyish. He had like an opened, uh, or looked opened, but light can in his hand. So he was definitely going after it. And he definitely didn't have all his teeth. Yeah, and this might actually have been in PG County. It would not shock me. I know a lot of white people that don't know how to talk right there either. But good God, he was saying the N-word more than most of the black people I know. And you know it was really funny, buddy, is that man had the patience of a saint. Every time he kept getting called, nigga, nigga, nigga. He was like, don't call me that. Don't call me that. Mm -hmm. Smacking just like, and it just like, I was so proud of this man for carrying and doing it. But I don't know what it was. I think when he said you ain't finna do shit, that like the melanin was activated. <laughs> the minute he said you ain't gonna do shit, and then said the nigga again, he got that bonus pack. Like in the world, there are certain phrases where like you just gotta throw down if they are uttered, and like you ain't gonna do shit is one of those phrases. And the guy asked him to hit him like multiple times. To be fair, what did you expect to happen? Um, I know what ended up happening. I'll give you a little hint right here. And just like that, the white man was accosted with a twisted tea can. Accosted isn't the word. The twisted tea can was hit so hard against his face, it fucking disintegrated. Burst open, and then it was gone from this earth like some alchemy took place. He said, let there be light on your face. So, I'm not going to lie. No, not a lot of people we know actually drink twisted tea by itself anyway. So I'm I have go. definitely done tweet time. And for the white people, you know what I'm talking about. For the black people, it is uh, when you open up a twisted tea can and shotgun it with your friends. Uh, I think that is the definition. I, I only have a like, select number of white people that I'm friends with, unfortunately. But that's, that's the definition I've gathered. So, uh, you know, it's always fun to do that. We've never slapped each other with it. But now I'm kind of interested to see how that experience would be. We're going to find an excuse to do that. Also, I have to update my white portfolio. They're not a new kind of white. Because I know there was a Natty Light white. There was White Claw white. And now there's Tweet Time white. Yeah, tweet I time didn't even white. know Tweet Time was a thing. Yeah, man. It's a whole new white out here. And just like that, we have another thing for you. But we're going to make you guys wait till the break to hear it. All I got to say is dun, 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 dun. I can't really sing, but you'll know what I'm talking about. 
What's up, y'all? This is Kevin, uh, one half of Running With Scissors. I wanted to talk to you guys real quick about something near and dear to our hearts as well as diabetes and music and movies, which is not money, but the ability to continue to do this with you guys. And in order to do that, honestly, a lot of things cost... Um, you know, studio time, uh, editing, uh, the ability to Evan to have enough food to be able to get here safely. Uh, there is a lot of budget for his. If you keep bobbling that bubble head, I will kill you sideways. So, in order to uh, continue to do the things that we love and be able to bring you guys newest and coolest stuff, including videos and more content that we can get to you guys consistently, especially to our Patreon people because we love you guys, is Patreon itself. Uh, Patreon is the ability to donate to your favorite artists, podcasters, dirtbags, whichever you please, uh, in order for them to be able to continue to bring you guys uh, exclusive content, more content, and better content. So, in order to do that, you need to uh, log on to patreon.com slash runningwithscissors. That is R-U-N-N-I-N-W-I-T-S-C-I-S-S-O-R-S. That is patreon.com slash runningwithscissors. Uh, and if you are able to do that, see, Evan is now masturbating a bobblehead because he is sad. In order to make Evan happy, uh, you log on to there. There's three different categories for you to be able to give money. As you can hear Cardi B's in the background, I love her so much, it's obnoxious. And uh, if you guys are able oh, to donate... Okay. And if you guys are able to donate money, uh, if you have it, I know it's a pandemic and there's a lot of, you know, stuff going on, but if you are able to, it would really mean a lot to us and we're able to give you more stuff. We will be giving free t-shirts with our logo exclusively to the first 100 people that donates to our Patreon. If you are one of those first 100 people, you are a lucky bastard because we are only giving you the exclusives. Love you guys as always, and this is Kevin and Evan here at the mic with that super hot fire. Appreciate you. Bless. We gotta talk about Dr. Dre. This man had a rough ass week. Let's uh, go. Um, for those of you guys who didn't know, he had a brain aneurysm this week, and he's currently in the ICU and in Los Angeles Hospital. Uh, it looks like he will make a recovery. So we're hell yeah. But um, again, we're we we feel for you, bro, and indeed, we're glad that you made it. And uh, thank God, because that could have been a lot worse. He could have been brain dead. He could have been dead, dead. But uh, thank God you are okay. Uh, he's actually one of my favorite artists. Uh, believe it or not, he. Did amazing production. Like I said, I used to be an Eminem fan. I love 2001. It's one of the first albums I ever heard, fully, front to back. Uh, and I just got to say, you know, I'm glad that you're feeling better. But you know what happened while this man was in the IC to the U? What happened, my brother? What happened? What happened to him? They tried to rob him. Try to take his jewels. Try to take his lunch money. But you know what? A lot of people trying to take his lunch money right now. A lot of y'all must not be able to afford lunch right now. They try to rob him. They try to take his money. Who all try to take his money, Kevin? The doctor trying to take his money because you know they about to run up those bills. Who else trying to take his money, Kevin? His wife. Or soon to be ex-wife. Hopefully soon. And who else trying to take his money, Kevin? I mean, I would. Let's let's be real here. <laughs> Times are hard. But regardless, we wanted to do something to say thank you to Dr. Dre. So coming up soon, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to perform a special rendition of Forgot About Dre. We had to do it as a separate take because you know we better fuck up like 10 times before we get this one right. But when y'all hear it on this fucking one it's take. It's going to be fire because we get a one take. take it hot. One take. All right. Kevin wanted to be Dr. Dre, but he's not allowed to say nigga, so we had to switch. It's kind of sad. God damn it. 
Y'all know me, still the same OG, but I've been low key. Hated on by most of these niggas with no cheese, no deals, and no cheese, no wheels, and no keys, no boats, no snowmobiles, and no skis. Mad at me, cause I can finally afford to provide my family with groceries. Got a crib with a studio when it's all for the tracks. To add to the ball for the plaques. Hanging up in the office in the back of my house like trophies. Do you think I'ma let my heart freeze? Hope, please, you better bow down on both knees. Who you think taught you to smoke trees? Who you think brought you the ODs? Ease, ice cubes and DOCs, the Snoop D O double G's, and the group that said motherfucker the police gave you a tape full of dope beef to bump when you through in the hood. And when your album sales wasn't doing too good, who the doctor they told you to go see? Y'all better listen up closely. All y'all niggas said turn pop or fur flop. Y'all are the reason that Drake ain't been getting no sleep. So fuck y'all, all of y'all. If y'all don't like me, blow me. Y'all gonna keep fucking around around with me and turn back to the old me. Nowadays everybody wanna talk, they got something to say But nothing comes out when they move their lips Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like forgot about Dre Nowadays everybody wanna talk, like they got something to say But nothing comes out when they move their lips Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like forgot about Dre What do you say, somebody you hate? Anyone trying to bring trouble your way? Wanna resolve things in a bloodier way? Yep. Just started a tape of N.W.A. One day I was walking by with a Walkman on When I caught a guy giving an awkward eye So I strangled him off in the parking lot With his cock and eye, I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not I'm harder than me, trying to park a Dodge when I'm drunk as fuck Right next to a humongous truck in a two-car garage Hopping out with two broken legs, trying to walk one off Fuck you too, bitch, call the cops I'ma kill you and those loud-ass motherfucking barking dogs Cops came through me and Dre next to a burned-down house With a can full of gas and a handful of matches Still weren't found out right, right here. here Here on out, Mr. Chronic 2 Starting today, tomorrow's anew And I'm still loco enough to choke you to death with Charleston Chew Slim Shady, how they said twin babies Mercedes Benz with the windows up and the temp goes up to the mid 80s Calling men ladies, sorry doc but I've been crazy There's no way that you can save me It's okay, go with him Haley So I got a random question you guys um, You know how they have like disabled like basketball leagues Like people who are like in wheelchairs, like midget leagues how do you do like an all star weekend at like a charity like all star event for like people who do like wheelchair basketball? How does that work? Anyway, uh, we're do you we're, have a slam dunk competition? We're all right. Do you run them into like a trampoline to get them vertical? Do if you have to help them up out of back into the chair if they fall off? Is that a deduction of points in the grading system? Yikes! Inquiring Evans want to know. All right, so we're going to ignore the Evan questions because obviously they will get us fired. Uh, so instead, we're just going to say uh, one random thought I had today is, uh, you know, this whole week, which is my first week back from taking a little siesta from work and other siesta, things. Siesta, siesta. Yes. Uh, Kevin, butchering, butchering the English and Spanish language one day at a time. But uh, I just wanted to say that, I have been tired this whole week. Every week I've gone home and basically taken a nap or fallen asleep at 8 p.m. And today I was full of energy. Why? Because it's not even like work coming in here. It's fucking fun as shit. And I have so much energy because I have so many ideas and so much stuff to bring to you guys. And I really appreciate the fact that you guys continue to listen in, that you guys continue to ask me questions, try to give me ideas on what you want to hear about and all that stuff. I appreciate all of it. And, uh, for Corinne, who put that latest comment on our uh, Instagram, just to let you know that we will indeed be doing something similar as soon as I can get that shit and, you know. And we're going to practice our rap skills because, like, we, we did uh, Forgot About Dre, we did Papaya Man, but we are both capable of better content than those two. And I actually think we should drop a song at some point, like a song song. 
Yeah, it's also very difficult uh, because I'm used to singing in the car both verses uh, as loud as possible with them. So it's hard for me. And to the N word when no one's around, he does say the N word. I did not say that at all. So he also uh, did not say that, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so I will. Uh, we will continue bring that to you, and then once Kevin actually starts going to the studio and stop being a lazy shitbag, I'm gonna kill you. I'm actually gonna kill you as soon as these mics are off. Evan dies. So I just wanted to say that. Uh, you know, I will be having exclusive music made by me, for me, for you. And um, we'll be putting that out as well. But I just want to say that my random thought was I really love doing this. It's a lot of fun. I know I'm doing the right thing because it is so energizing to walk into this room. I've, I walk in like I'm Big Dick Nick for the Falcons, or not Falcons, Eagles, and then the Bears, and then who else knows. So appreciate you guys as always. This is Kevin. And this is Evan with one more thought because he thought he was going to end it. But I actually had one more random thought that it just hit me. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to, to cut off your ending, which is like round and awesome. But uh, question. Um, so what do you do when you buy an escort with the rest of the hour after your three minutes are up? I was thinking about it really hard. And he's like banging his head on his table like, why does this man have a mic in his face? But no, I really thought about it. How do you best utilize the rest of the hour you paid for? Because you know you pay by the hour. And I was like, I figured it out. The best thing you could do with an escort with the rest of that hour after your little fun session is you make them sit in the queue for World of Warcraft while you go do other things. I'm really sorry that it doesn't take you an hour uh, or that you're not able to do the full hour. But uh, for the other uh, 59 minutes and 30 seconds, I guess you could do that. But for those of us that are like me, uh, you would not buy one at all because it is wrong and demeaning. Shouts out to dating apps. It's not the same thing. Okay. Anyway, you guys have a great one. This is Kevin and Evan, and this is Running With Scissors. Keep my hands on myself.